0: Go right yeah. center. what's up everyone how's it going tonight welcome to yet another blue jackets episode with me lance and the wonderful kevin valentin here uh or kevin likes the blue jackets as he is known sometimes across the internet um but how you doing today man
1: oh good doing good Doing good, hefty duck. Good deal. But, I
0: mean doing as about as good as you can after that loss last night. Yeah, right?
1: yeah, yeah. That was
0: that was a tough one tough oh, pill to swallow. Yeah, that uh, yeah. uh, uh just because, but, you know, they were doing so well and
1: Yeah. And one it was the devils. <laughs> no, but uh I'm good. I'm good, you know. Always do you know, doing good. Hefty duck, the greatest duck of all time. So so it's good, it's good, and you know, I saw my nieces recently, and my brother's daughter, nice. Cooper. So, you know, it's good, it's good, it's awesome.
0: Yeah, I got to see my nieces and nephews today as well. They're pretty. They're all so energetic, man. I wish I could be like that all the time. Um, well, in any case, you had something very funny you posted on Twitter today. On yes. the what? What is the name of the Union Blue Twitter? It's, what's your at?
1: Okay,
0: it's at the UB Soldiers. At the UB Soldiers. Yeah. Okay, so that, this is where he posted on today. That says Union Blue Soldiers page where they do the March stuff,
1: right? Yep. yep. But yeah, and, oh, what
0: was it? <laughs> oh, wait, you know what? Maybe I can bring it up real quick.
1: Yeah, you got to pull that up. It's so cool.
0: This is hilarious. Okay, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. You posted a bit today. Go, Wait, no, that was yesterday. Okay.
1: Just the media. The
0: way, f- well, yeah. Damn.
1: Where it says uh, media, just click media. And that's going to be the first thing that pops up because I haven't done any pictures besides that today.
0: Oh, yeah. That's a good call, dude. You know, soldiers, media i uh, did joey one but i, think I got the next one is it okay 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 okay. so sorry for the delay and especially sorry to the audio listeners because we're about to show a picture um you know you don't, don't forget you can find us over on youtube if you're listening to um our, our audio podcast um uh, but i'm going to present my screen right now i'm gonna do this one Ah. Alright, so for those of you who are, are watching the podcast, not just listening to it, uh, this is what Kevin posted today. He posted, uh, here's uh, Emil Bemstrom. This is his headshot for the Blue right. Jackets. Right. Uh, I didn't know he had like, kind of a crooked nose. Yeah. I mean, it makes him look tough. And then here is oh, the Union Blue Soldier. Yeah. So let's look at a couple things here. One, you can't tell if this nose is crooked, but it does look like Emil's nose. Let's yes. Look at the eyes real quick and then the jawline so the eyes that's like pretty well spot on yeah i mean pretty much now the jawline's a little a little bit tough to tell because we're from the front yeah but um i mean the the bottom lip because we can't see the top one because of the the wonderful mustache this civil war soldier has yeah now i think i think if he let this grow a bit yeah he let this if he let his mustache grow a little bit and shave the bottom part of his beard. Yeah, then it would be just about spot on.
1: Yeah, yeah. So That's hilarious. base hair, yeah, hair is like
0: flowing the same way. Yeah. <laughs> what a what a funny comparison. So did you see the the soldier and you thought to yourself, man, it looks like Emil Bemström, or did you happen to like have a, pictures of both of them up at the same time? Okay, or, so like,
1: here's the story behind that um yeah another guy um i like the blue jackets and you know they have a civil war theme and named after the union Mm -hmm. soldiers that fought to free the slaves during the civil war and also i like civil war stuff in general in particular like the stuff from like the north and then (laughs) yeah not
0: the The good guys yeah the good guys sorry confederacy you didn't last as long as like
1: everything most things <laughs> and recent and then it, in, in the more recent years i found out that i have civil war history in my family two union soldiers in my family one from my mom's side of the family one from my dad's side of the family so that's besides my love of the blue jackets and my civil war family history and i like the civil war stuff that's really kind of pushed everything together And because that, I just go into, like, these rabbit holes of just, like, looking at, like, different stuff about, like, the Civil War and, like, different pictures of, like, Union soldiers. Yeah. Like, you go to, like, my Facebook feed, and it's, like, basically, like, majority was, like, sports and then, like, pictures of, like, Union soldiers and stuff. So, like... That's how it popped up. I went down this rabbit hole of different pictures of Union soldiers, and then I saw that, and oh, that's a cool picture, and I saved it. And then this past this past Monday, late Monday night, I'm looking at that picture again, and go, wait a minute, that looks like a, a Emil Benstrom. So then today, I got a picture of Emil Benstrom, and I looked at it, and then I looked at the Union soldier, goes, oh, yes, that looks like that looks like Emil Benstrom. So like, I had to post <laughs> that. On Union Blue Soldiers Twitter to show that yes, that this cool Union soldier looks like Blue Jackets player Emil Benstro.
0: Right on, dude. We should. Uh, I mean, maybe we, we we could make a game out of it. We could uh, we could try to just like flip through, go find a bunch of Civil War images, and just try to find like, I don't know, is that like, is that like disrespectful? If we're specifically trying to find people who look like them, I don't know i don't want to be disrespectful you know the but i mean i don't think the union soldiers are going to care no No, (laughs)
1: uh
0: so anyway another fun thing that scrolled across my twitter feed today um was the young the one and only yayor chinikov dude talk about talk about a heavy hitter so and this is also very true. I don't think that this was a slap shot. This was just a normal shot, from what yes. I understand, uh, what I remember. I don't if think this
1: was... it, just great chat.
0: Yeah. So, um, you got a couple guys. This is the hardest shot, uh, if uh, for our audio listeners. Uh, I brought up a picture of the hardest shot on it of uh, Radko Radko Gudas, 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 yeah. uh, from the Florida Panthers, has the hardest shot this year at one hundred one point seven one. He also has the second one. So they're going down the list. We got Tage Thompson, uh, Ryan Pollock, Radko again, <laughs> Dumba, Radko again. So Radko apparently got the hardest shot in the NHL. Then we have Yegor Chinenkov coming in at number 10 with a uh, shot of 101.56 miles an hour. Yeah. I mean, how would you like that coming at you? And these yeah. dudes are literally kneeling down in front of the, some of these shots and like yeah some of them turn their heads some of them look right at it because the thing is if you turn your head then the the opposing team has an opportunity to use that you know you're not looking at the puck anymore and they can
1: yeah
0: you try to wiggle around you or something anyway my point being absolutely terrifying i like a goalkeeper is one thing you have all that equipment on you know and like you're used to it but if you're just like a defenseman and And we'll talk about this guy here probably next, actually. But do you remember when Gabberkaw got hit in the jaw this season?
1: Oh, and he just took it like a champ and just kept going. He got
0: up. (laughs) He came back out. Nick Blankenberg had the same thing. I think he had one hit him, like, on either in the back or, like, the inside of the leg. Like, the inside of the thigh or something like that. kept going. He did. Well, he hobbled off for a bit but he came back and he kept going i think i feel like i remember seeing like a picture of the his bruise and it was like really really gross looking um but um yeah so you know what why why don't we just let that lead into the next thing a bit so um i'm sure you've seen kevin that gavrikov uh was was a healthy scratch last night uh, due to trade reasons yeah and uh you know recently then i mean the, the reporters interviewed him like he, like at the game or before or after whatever the article i read he seemed to really enjoy being here he did uh i mean it was not the blue Jackets is the team that drafted him yes and he's just been here ever since what and he's like he's not that old of a dude right like
1: Well, so the Blue Jackets drafted him in 2015 and around that, and he's been in Russia playing in Russia. And then in 2019, he made his debut by playing in the two playoff games against the Bruins. And then the following year was really the 2019 2020 season, was really his first full season. And he really had a huge impact because he was a big reason why the Blue Jackets made the playoffs that year because. It it was a luxury that that season the Blue Jackets could throw out Zach Werenski and Seth Jones as your first defensive pairing, and then mm-hmm. on the second pairing, you could throw out David Savard and Vladislav Gavin
0: I still and, love watching David Savard play too. Okay, oh my he's
1: he's, and, he's
0: such a reliable player. I have him well, on my um, fantasy team just because he's like he's he's not getting the most points, but he's reliable.
1: And, and that's a big solid, part yeah. why it was so good because from a, you know, a strategy standpoint, you could be like, oh, you think you're done? You're going to beat us. You know, you, you, Zach Rensky, Seth Jones, here's Zach, mm-hmm. Here's a Vladislav Gavrikov and David Savard. trying Savard
0: him. backing, being the veteran, backing him up. And, and, you know. And
1: that was it. And I always remember this is when the Blue Jackets were playing the Maple Leafs in the playoffs that season. Bob McKenzie and a bunch of other the national, you know, writers and media.
0: (laughs) Who always have the best things to say about us. Always.
1: Bob McKenzie and a couple, they're always good about the Blue Jackets, but I do understand what you're getting at. Yeah,
0: national media is what I mean more.
1: But my point being is what I remember that year when Bob McKenzie and a bunch of other national media people, they were so impressed with the Blue Jackets basically saying – for how are you going to compete against this when they can say, you know, for 20, 30 minutes a night, they can throw out Seth Jones, Zach then follow that up with David Savard and Vladislav Gavrikov. And that defensive depth was a huge reason that they made the playoffs and eventually knocked out the Maple Leafs in, in the playoffs, because how are you going to beat, beat that? It's, it's tough. So Gavrikov, he's been such a good player for the Blue Jackets. And, you know, this season he's been so good taking on that top defensive pairing when Zach out. He's got two goals in overtime. He had to. He's just so good. He had to
0: step up, and he did. He delivered, I think.
1: He has. And, you know, he's that type of guy you want to have on the Blue Jackets, but I understand why they're doing it because you kind of of have to do it. My only surprise for them holding it out is this early because generally speaking, in many years, it hasn't happened like this early. Mm -hmm. They usually do it. Like a couple day, couple games right before the trade deadline, but now mm-hmm. they're. And I understand why they're doing it, but you know, it must be a new thing where teams are just deciding, just holding them out now rather than waiting before the trade deadline to continue showing them off. Um,
0: yeah. So they. Uh, I'm sorry. When is the the dead the trade deadline?
1: It's in, it's March. in
0: March. Right. Yeah. It's so like sometime middle of March. Okay. Um, That is very, a very interesting point you bring up because um they don't know we, I mean, we're not going to know like draft order until May 10th. Yeah. So, you know, making a trade even this far before when they're looking for like a first round third, which I don't think the blue jackets care what, what, what uh first round pick they get anymore because like they already are going to have a top one, like almost guaranteed. Yeah. But like, um, you know, I'm really curious on the return for Gabrikov then, you know, um, if it's going to be this early, might it be a package deal? Like, you know, who knows? Uh, we, of course, uh, most blue jackets fans and people who probably listen to the show a lot would know that, you know, uh, Nyquist just got hurt. Right. And he is on the IR. So, uh, that does not mean he's not tradable. No. Here's the thing. He could he he is set to come back like according to his timeline pretty much like 2 weeks before like the end of the season. Right. So, you just keep him on there for those 2 extra weeks and then activate him off of IR in time for the playoffs and not have to worry about cap. Right. Easy as that. I think that makes him almost more valuable like cuz assuming he heals, right? Yeah. I mean, they have. Um, I'm sure they have amazing doctors, like sports doc, medicine people oh, for all this shit. Um, I think that could be a, a like a really like low key, low key good good pickup for somebody, um, you know. But as far as the t- return, we have talked about that in past broadcasts for Vl- Gabrikov. It just makes it even all the more impending that he um, you know, got taken off. It was a healthy scratch. I saw that he he was at practice today. As well, so you yeah. know keep, it's hard to see, but it, it's a business it's the way she goes um
1: gotta keep him fresh, I guess so you,
0: and I've definitely seen yeah. some people I think underestimated him on Twitter as well um yep, I just think like they're all like, who's even heard of this guy well, like uh, shit tons of people that's why there were scouts like from like every team that I've visited like in there's been calls about him already. Like they, you know, they, they opened up permission. They gave permission for people to, to like, talk to his agent. Yeah. You know, and stuff like that. So here's what's unfortunate. And when I was, I guess, what well, I don't know what what's unfortunate to me is what I'm thinking. So in the interview I, I read earlier, he said that he, he loves Columbus. He loves, yeah. You know, he's got tons of friends here. Um, since, you know, this is where he's lived for like the last, like four, four years, four or five years. And this is where, I mean, this is where he's made his home. I mean, since he was you know 23 years old, he's 27 now. So he's still young enough to to make a big change, you know, like to, to go to another team or something. But, um, it to be really sad to see him go because he said that he'd miss it. And it doesn't seem like he's necessarily pushing to go. I think what it is, and I don't know what goes on behind closed doors, but what I think it is, is that his agent and him are asking for more money because Gabrikov deserves it. Right. And if the Blue Jackets aren't going to pay him at least what Gabranson is making, right? Since like, like, not to, like, straight up pick on good Branson, but he's, like, literally, uh, he's, he's, he's been better. He, and he's, like, he's gelling with the team more. I think that's what needed to happen was right. for, like, all the new pieces to really gel together for a season. And it's definitely gotten better. I mean, he's really only – he's tied with Gabrikov for points as defenseman. So, you know, b- besides the point. Um I view Vladislav as as uh, as valuable or as slightly more valuable than Eric Branson, and I, you know, Gabranson got a hell of a deal this year.
1: It, and the reason for the Gabranson deal is that it, you see it in one of the behind the battle episodes. Is that oh, we we'll talk about that too? Um, that other teams were fighting for Gabranson. And there was a competition between other teams, and the the only way to get Gabranson to come here is they give him that extra year, yeah. And it worked, and you know what? It worked out. And I've said this many times if you like having Johnny Gaudreau on the Blue Jackets, thank Eric Gabranson because it's also in that same battle behind the battle episode. As soon as they sign Gabranson, they do the press conference introducing Eric Gabranson. Everyone thinks, okay, that's it. The Blue Jackets are done for the day. And then Erica Branson comes to the Blue Jackets and says, hey, Johnny Gaudreau wants to sign with you. Mm -hmm. And that's how they got Johnny Gaudreau. And I understand Erica Branson is not perfect, but you know what? He's done what he's he's asked to do from the Blue Jackets. The reason he is here is the Blue Jackets need help on defense. He's done that. But also, he is 6'5", 220. Last season, the Blue Jackets got pushed around way too easy. Yeah. Do you, do you see that watching the Blue Jackets this year? Uh, no, uh,
0: very occasionally. Know. Like like Nylander the other night to Nick Blankenberg swinging hit the butt of the end of his stick at his face. Like, that was pretty fucked up. Like,
1: uh, point uh, B, when it's nine times out of ten, that's not happening. Yeah. It's more like,
0: like I, yeah, yeah. Cause then, because then if, if it's know, not good like Branson you know, out there, he got Olivier. And no, right. And, that, and that, nobody wants to fight him.
1: That's that too is they're going to go uh, I don't want to fuck with the dude that's six five two twenty. or if Matt Olivier's on the ice I'm like yeah I don't want to screw with that too. He's
0: like the Tasmanian devil the way he is like he's just like he's just such a flurry when, when he gets into it so uh, it's, like to me it's really like it is entertaining to watch you know I'm not uh, really in the sport for the blood but when it happens it's like kind of cool. Right? Is,
1: look, Branson has served his purpose the, re- the reason he, he is here
0: yeah so, but uh my point being uh, they paid him uh four million and currently they're playing they're paying Gavrikov, uh 2.8 and i'm I'm curious as to what um kind of contract would uh convince Gavrikov to stay looking at how Eric Branson has four four million dollars now were they possibly look like preparing for the situation preseason dude. They're a huge organization. They probably were. They ha- This thought had to have crossed their mind. Like, oh, he's a UFA. Like, he could walk. We yeah. could trade him. You know, he's a UFA. It's just the way it is. Something, um, also,
1: something also to consider is this, is that when you look at what the Blue Jackets have for defensemen prospects that are, that are coming either next season or years down the road, whether that be David Yurchak, Stanislav Sposal, of course, of course, and amends and a whole bunch of other guys down the line that are going to be coming. It's no disrespect to Gavrikov, but if you pay him the money now, then you're losing money that you need to pay for those other guys. Right.
0: And so- we can pay those other guys a little cheaper at first, like we are with. I mean, right. I mean, Gavin Bayrou, there's a uh, UFA, at, you know, after this season, but he's and he's technically a Cleveland monster, but his he has a one-way deal, which means his paycheck there is his paycheck here. It's $750,000. That's that's for, for, I'm not saying Gavin Beiruther is the number one defenseman in the league, but for a defenseman of his caliber, I think 750 is not bad. I mean, Um, they could probably do like 1.2 if they had to. I don't see that happening because even Blankenberg's making 825, you know, and and Bernie. Actually, did you know Tim Bernie is getting paid more than Blankenberg? Interesting. I like the way Tim Bernie has been playing this year. Oh, I I, he was maybe like a little bit unexperienced at the NHL at first, but like he's picked up quick. I'm excited to see him uh, more in the long run too.
1: And part of the reason that Bernie's getting paid more because Bernie is a draft pick of the blue jackets compared to Blankenberg who they signed as, as a free, as a free agent.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Um, Wow, this is so bright on my screen now.
1: Wonderful. You know, but Bayruther, he is a good depth defenseman. He's been a good a good soldier. He just plays when you need him to. He's never complained about, you know, when he's not playing. There's times where he, he doesn't play for like five, ten games. And then when you need him, he goes in there and he plays and he's been fine. And that's all you could ask for that type of player. Like a Gavin Bayruther. The Blue Jackets had a similar situation with
0: scott harrington um so sorry if i seem a little spaced out right now i am currently going to do our ad read woohoo everyone's favorite thing awesome pretty cool i mean i actually like i personally don't mind doing it at all because of like the, the benefits that we get from our partner uh the hockey podcast network um they do they do wonders for us uh i mean you know it, 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 they just make it so much easier to, to put on like uh to to, to produce a show um, Thank you. Thank you. and so for that i'm about to uh i'm about to yeah. reuse the raycon app first so um uh, here we go the draft <clears throat> sorry this is the DraftKings sports book so I'll, i'm gonna play this little clip real quick The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can feel your, your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is given new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get an, another shot to cash in. Uh, you can throw down all the major action for baseball, golf, mma soccer uh probably uh what's that what's that shit um uh frisbee golf uh uh plus with the same game parlay spreads money lines over-unders and props your betting options feel endless um so i mean couple games i'm going to be be looking at here coming up but of course is is the blue jackets i don't think it's wise to bet on the blue jackets this year because as soon as you bet on them they're going to lose as soon as you bet on the other team they're going to win like it's just they yeah they've lost way more than they've won so they're more likely to lose but they'll surprise you just like the other night with the leafs yep so you know just i don't know i i can't wait for the betting i think it's going to be a little easier come uh Come playoff time, just in my opinion. But anyway. uh, Playoff's a
1: little unpredictable, too. You know what's going to happen there, so, (laughs) you know.
0: Yeah. Uh, So bet at your own risk. Uh, But best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use PRO THPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, minimum age and el- eligibility restrictions apply. Check out my show notes uh, everywhere that this is posted for more details on the disclaimer. Uh, you know, gamble wisely, only gamble what you can lose. And check out the number in that disclaimer if you have a problem. And uh, oh, I had the Raycon ad read open and I goofed up. All right, here we go, Raycons. This time of year, everyone's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good, but most of the time, pretty unrealistic. Um, I think we're past the the New Year's and the New Year's resolutions now, but uh, you know, spring is spring is coming up. Yep. And uh, you know, there's gonna be spring cleaning. You get out with some of the old crazy stuff, so you know, maybe you'll have a bunch of cleaning time where you want to listen to some music or whatever. Uh, I've actually found that the smallest changes to your team can make the biggest impact in the same way. You don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Uh, Even the smallest things can be a part of a big change. uh, If it's something you use every day, Uh, like Raycon's Uh, Raycon is a premium audio at the perfect price point. So you can build great habits without breaking the bank. Uh, like I mentioned, you know, spring cleaning coming up, your lawn work's going to be coming up. You know, what's the best thing to do while you're doing boring shit and like like that? You know, just throw your, head, throw your headphones in and, and go on your way, you know, like sing along with it while you work. Uh, whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycon's got you covered. And yep, Raycon's start at half the price of other premium audio brands. So you don't even have to choose between products. You can get one of each, a pair, or uh, and a spare, and still play less than you would with some of the other guys. I don't want to name any names, but, like, that's very true. They, they are very cost efficient and they're they very cost-efficient, and they're actually, like, uh, worth – I believe they're worth a little more than what they are just because they're that nice um, – even though you'll love your Raycons as much as I do, Raycon wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase. They offer buy now, pay later options. Every every purchase has an easy and free return guarantee. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, like I mentioned earlier, some of my favorite uh, features, especially like with lawn work and whatnot, would be the noise isolation. Uh, especially when you're busy, maybe you're out exercising because it's warming up out or doing... Uh, doing some spring cleaning. Uh, they have the earbud tap functions. I really enjoy that. Um, and of course, with all the yard work, they are water and sweat resistance. So pretty dope. Uh, ready to buy something small, with a big impact. Go, go, go to buy Raycon.com slash THPN today and get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buy slash THPN to score 15% off, uh, so, go do that if you want a good deal because they're, they're pretty solid. I do enjoy them myself and uh, I look forward to working with Raycon again in the future. Pretty, pretty cool. So, we'll get back to a little bit of what we were just talking about earlier before the ad read. Sorry to, th- you know, if that threw anyone off. Don't forget codes THPN at DraftKings and Raycon helps us out a ton. So there was something else I wanted to bring up. Oh, okay. So we'll do this now if you're cool with it. Yeah. Um, there has been an update. Kevin, you posted this recently. I love this list. It is so cool. It's shared a lot every time it goes. Yep. Yep. Goes around. So there was. Whoops. I'm blowing it. All right. Oh well. Hey, there was a new name added to your Union Army kepi. So, for those of you out there who are uh, audio listeners, uh, Kevin does this uh, does a uh, infographic or just a, a list that's like a picture on uh, on Twitter of all the people or all the players who have won the Union Army kepi, which is the hat they hand out to the the team's star of the game after a win. Right. And man, it has. Pretty solid list on here. Pretty solid. And the most recent one was?
1: Boone Jenner, which, the uh, which is the most recent, game, most recent game that the Blue Jackets won on uh, this past Saturday night, <laughs> February 11th, 2023. Boone Jenner had a great game that game. Oh, yeah. Goal, goal and assist. And on that goal, he scored. It was Kro Marchenko's first ever NHL assist.
0: <laughs> yes. Even he though, broke the streak.
1: Even though Krill Marchenko in the post-game interview with Dave Metzold said that he wasn't even trying to shoot it. It was a back... I mean, he, was, I mean, he wasn't even trying it was to... A
0: deflection, yeah.
1: Yeah, saying that he wasn't even trying to pass it. He was trying to shoot it with the backhand. <laughs> but, so, like, even in Krill Marchenko, he gets in the sense of trying to shoot it. Anyways, but, you know... Uh, man, game, I love
0: that kid. He's yeah, got such a great personality.
1: He does, he does. So, Boone Jenner... A goal, an assist, uh, the most recent win this past Saturday night, February 11, 2023, a great game by Boone Jenner, and he's the one that earned himself a Cappy for a great game. So his name gets added to the list. Yeah.
0: Pretty dope. Um, you know, for anyone that wants to check it out, uh, remember this is uh, the UBS Soldiers right here on screen. Yeah. The at The UBS. UB soldiers. Sorry, I almost I always say UBS, but I don't know why. So, uh, go check Kev out. He's cool on, yeah. uh, on Twitter.
1: And so one, one player we know for sure that's not not getting the Kepi anymore this season is Vladislav Gavrikov.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's uh, it's unfortunate, but it's true. And, and like you know, it, it is what it is. I guess he like, got it.
1: Uh, he got it. He's gotten it twice this season.
0: Yeah. Oh, excuse my yawn.
1: But that, but it's that game, you know, but that game against the Maple Leafs, great game by the Blue Jackets. You know, they go, hey, they go down to, they go down to nothing. But then the Blue Jack gets tied up. You know, Boone Jenner with the first goal, Krill Marchenko, just great shot off the rebound. Then late in the second period, Sean Corelli scores on a great goal. Maple Leafs tie it, but then. Cole Sillinger in the third period was a perfect example why it's always good to shoot the puck and put it on net because he has the puck, he shoots it on net, puck bounces off the stick of Kenton Johnson, goes in, and that ended up being the game-winning goal because the Blue Jackets, you know, Maple Leafs pulled a goalie and they hung on and had some good playing some good defense, keeping him on the outside, kept the puck out of the net, and the Blue Jackets won that game 4-3. So, you know. Oh, yeah. Good game up, good game I, hope
0: that, I hope that pumped uh, Cylindra up a little bit. You know, he's only got eight points this uh, this season in 49 games. So, um, you know, it's it, it's been a little bit of a rough sophomore season for him. They call it the sophomore slump, I believe. So, it's the way she goes, and I I believe we'll see, you know, definitely not see the end of this kid. And uh,
1: Cylinder has been playing much better with Line and Kent Johnson recently. Yeah. And then so love Krill Marchenko on that first line with Jenner and Goodreau. So good.
0: Yeah. I mean, seems to be working out really good. I mean, he's almost tied for goals right now. Um Yeah, he's literally tied with Patrick Line for goals in eight less games than Line. Yeah. And he's one goal away from tying Johnny Goodreaux at fifteen. Who has 54 games. Actually, Boone Jenner has 15 goals too. He's 43 oh, yeah. games played.
1: And then Johnny Cadreau um, becomes the, the fastest player to reach 50 points in, yes in sir. So
0: season. cool. So cool. Um so you know they won one lost one Friday, Saturday. And what I I I so much would have preferred those to be switched so that the Blue Jackets could have won at home. Um, you know, a loss is whatever. You know, a loss at home sucks. Getting shut out at home, kind of embarrassing. Yeah, we know how they are this year. We all know it. We all know, like, it's been not a good year. It's just those are what make it harder, right? in my opinion. And, and,
1: um, and I, I've said this before. In our previous show, you asked me about a back-to-back. Question and basically, you know, and my basic answer was like, if you play a game on like a Monday and then like on a Wednesday, you got a day in between though. Sure, you rest up, but you also got a day to think about that for a bit. So, it could you could have had a bad yeah. game? There's a day where you're thinking about that, or you could have had a good game and you have a day to think about that. Whereas or if
0: watch okay. the game again and you're like, yeah. oh, I won't do that next game, like.
1: I, or I will do that, you know, but yeah. if it's a back to back, it's like, okay, game's over. We can celebrate it a, a little, or we can think about it a little bit. But it's like, okay, then you wake up the next day, it's like, oh, okay, we got another game to go. We got, let's go get game mode, We got to do it again. And
0: Can't they had cool. to travel. Granted, right. it's not that far by flight, but yeah. still was uh, like for both teams. It's like
1: you can't think about what happened the next day because you gotta focus on what ha- what happens today. And I honestly think from that standpoint that helped the Blue Jackets because that helped them out. that helped them out. It's like okay, yeah. game day, we gotta focus, can't think about what happened, you know, yesterday. I'd yes. also think they're playing the same team in two days in a row from a scouting perspective that helps out because now you know their tendencies.
0: Yeah. Because, like, they're playing like, against the same people. Absolutely. Um, hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it, weird is I've seen the Blue Jackets come out on top in a couple of those situations this year, and it's really weird. Like, when they have a back-to-back game or when they've, like, been on the like, – even that long road stretch. Like, granted, they only won, like, two games on the road. Or they've won three games on the road this year, which – wait, five? On the road? Uh, on the road.
1: Yeah, on the road five on the
0: way okay so and it's not very many still Uh, and one of those happened to be the Leafs so you know what yeah we might have got shut out at home but out of five wins on the road the Leafs lost ooh sucks to be the Leafs (laughs) I kind of joke about that but you know I gotta make myself feel a little bit better somehow just um, gonna you make yourself feel a little bit better. I want to talk about uh, just like some mental health stuff here at the very end. Uh, you know, as many fans might have seen, uh, Johnny Gaudreau is no longer uh, a participant on social media, or at oh, least for sure Twitter, Twitter. Um, due to uh, people posting uh, awful things uh, on pictures of his family and when him and his family. Um, you know, specifically that Eagles one. I'm getting like a tiny bit of uh, feedback from you. I think. a little bit um but uh yeah just uh, awful things were said i'm not gonna repeat anything i saw i mean i definitely was in there at points defending people telling your people like i don't know basically being like hey you're you're a dick Uh, i don't know i feel like that's all i can do like but like maybe i shouldn't at times just to preserve my own mental health but um yeah, that's uh, that was really hard to see. I don't want to like specifically like call out any one specific because you know I mean you know, I was just in a little spat as early as today, but um, the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got two things for the I've got two things for the brat pack at brat pack sixty three. Here's one. Here's two. Get fucked. That guy's a bully. That guy's a bully, and he 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 dishes it out, but cannot take it. Oh, you know. Yeah this isn't a very big platform on it's not a very big public uh, forum or anything like that but at least like i gotta say it for as what it is um also very weird to see a uh, an, a professional organization using their official twitter account to pick on someone who has a very lot like small following um earlier today uh they literally like okay, so the person did say that they hate the devils, and the devil said we don't like you much either. So people are gonna say your team sucks. They're gonna say that they hate you. I like it literally. They post the person posted that because the uh the, uh, the devils had made a post on their Twitter. It's like a bunch of Twitter bullshit, but in any case, they made a post bashing CBJ really bad. And it was just like you know, kind of like mean spirited, like. When the jet, I don't know, like just kind of mean spirited um, to me, especially for our, like a big organization. So anyway, they they put on blast for their entire following to to go and uh, attack basically, which recently, literally, just part like part of that group, part of some New Jersey fans are part of the reason why, like they bullied a, a, a player off the internet. And now, and like that's like, that was literally like two days before this. And now the official account of the New Jersey devils is now using their following to bully someone who's not a professional athlete. Someone like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's the, like, it just seems to me really wrong. I'm not going to sit here and cry about it. it. It was not me who got picked out. But in any case, like that can like that is cyber bullying. Yep. Like, yeah, they said something mean about you. You're the big corporation. You're the one with a large following. You know, I've never seen like the Blue Jackets organization or for that matter, like any other NHL organization do something quite like that. No. And if they have, then I just haven't seen it. So if anyone out there listening has anything like that, then I'd love to see it because that's actually bullshit. I, even if someone else did it, like it, you, you shouldn't be doing that. Um, so uh, as I posted on Twitter, I'm glad that, um, you know, uh, Johnny Gaudreau is, uh, you know, taking a step to preserve his mental health and, and possibly him and his family's safety at a point. There are threats. There were legitimate threats on there. Uh, I mean, do they really, really mean them? At the end of the day, probably very. Like no, like no, probably not. But it's the internet. There's crazy motherfuckers out there. You don't know that,
1: right? You know, yeah. You... Listen, listen, there are. I when I look, there are certain uncertain uh, people's profile. When I look at your Twitter bio, there's certain cues that give away something that says that you're probably gonna be that person that does that kind of thing, and. Yep. I've picked up and listen, I've had my own personal experiences of that of people going after me. And I picked up on those Twitter cues. When I look at your bio, I know and, and I look at your Twitter bio and I see stuff. And if I and if I see certain things, I know you're gonna be that type of person that's gonna try and screw me and go after me. So what I, I don't even so I go out there and I block it because yeah. I don't want you interacting. With uh, me, because you're the type of person that would try and screw me if I said something you didn't like. And well,
0: and also, too, I mean, some of those like, accounts are burner accounts, right. They only have like three or four followers, and they've had an account for like six to eight years. Like, that's that's a burner account, yeah. And they're literally using that account because they're about to say some heinous shit. Like, get a life. I'm I mean, like. It, it's never going to end. I know that to a point. It's, as long as there's anonymity, it's never going to end. But like, it just seems to be so much worse this year, and it's because the Blue Jackets are not doing good. And it's easy to kick someone when they're down because like they can argue all they want, but at the end of the day, unless they kick your ass in the game, like, you know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I've seen this uh, so many times. It's like people they, you know, they they rip on the Blue Jackets, and then it's like, oh, but wait a minute, you lost to the Blue Jackets. Why? How come? How come? You know, how come? And then on top of that, this whole Janet Gaudreau thing situation, oh it it, you know, it's still happening because there's these weird people, in particular, of like people from like East Coast teams. A little mm-hmm. bit of Calgary, but it's mostly East Coast teams that have this weird obsession with them that still can't get over the fact that someone chose to pick a team of their choice. And it's like weird. It's like, that happened back in J- uh, July of 2022 and we're sitting here in February 2023 and you're still yeah. talking about it. Like, get on. Move on it's with rent, it, man.
0: rent-free. Rent-free in their heads and uh, to me, I, I don't know. Like, like you mentioned earlier, to block people, like that's, that's literally that's like the best thing to do at this point. Like, uh, they might call you a pussy or or weak for like blocking them, but like you don't owe them shit. One, you don't owe them a damn thing. Two, once you block them, you'll never have to see them say anything anything again to you. So it's just like it's ridiculous. I mean, I've I've been keeping screenshots. I have a, a folder with like probably like a 100- hundred. Forty screenshots of shit that I've seen on on Twitter. Um, you know, I'd made sure, like, just just because I don't know. I'm gonna keep it. Just <laughs> it's my little my little ammo box for you know if I uh, if I really get into it with somebody on uh, on Twitter, uh, which like just for mental health reasons. Just don't. There was a a person earlier this season that was. Uh, you know what? I don't want to bring it up. Never mind. Uh, They're they just saying like some incredibly awful things and um, like just. Things like no one should really have like a thought about, let alone say and uh, type out and release on the Internet and put that um, put that shit out in the universe. So, you know what? Do what you got to do for your mental health, no matter what your mental health. More important. If You got to take a break from social media. If you got to block people, uh, if you got to delete your account, shit, do it if that's what it takes for you to like to not be bothered by some of this shit, because personally, like, I mean, I don't know. It does bother the fuck out of me. It's like hard, to, like for it to not at some point, it shows up in my feed all the time. um, You know, but when it's an entire, entire fan base, like not just some, like I've never not seen one New Jersey fan on Twitter at all. Who is like, Well, fuck a drill. We didn't really need them. Look how good we're doing this year. I've never seen like one. Like, no, no, no. Don't bring it up. It's easy.
1: It's like, hey, like, Devils, like, you've had, you're you're having one of the greatest seasons. The last time they were good was back in the 2017 2018 season when they made the playoffs. And before that, the last time they were good is when they, you know, they're in the Stanley Cup final against the Kings in the 2011 2012 season. So it's like, besides those two times, you really haven't been that good, you know? So it's like, you know, kind of settle down here. On top of that, this was brought up today. The Metropolitan Division has been in existence since the 2013-2014 season. And eight of those nine seasons, the Blue Jackets have finished higher in the standings than the Devils have.
0: (laughs) Right. Well, uh so, like, the Devils fans should know. Success can come, and it can just as quickly go. I mean, like, that's that's how NHL hockey is. You're going to be good for a few years, but then eventually you got to switch it up, and there's going to be a learning curve, you know, with some of the new phases, like, all the new phases you're going to have to get at some point. You know, it's, a, it's an ebb and flow. Um, some teams can maintain that for a lot longer, like Tampa Bay. Like, they, they, they had a, a really solid core that they had long contracts on. Uh, and then they had that that solid uh, draft core and and prospects uh, that they could cycle through too. Very smart. Um, it's but, but like,
1: it's, you know,
0: it's who you can pay too. You know, yeah. you gotta like you gotta be able to pay people as well. And and so like yeah, it can come just as easily as it can go. And so.
1: And just it, something
0: to think about. For it, it is,
1: it is something. Out there. To think, uh, and it's just like this is one of the better seasons you've had in a while. That you know, Devils and Devils fans, and you're still talking about the Blue Jackets. Like, come on now. <laughs>
0: and the only reason that we're talking about them at all right now is because just as early as like a few hours ago, there's New Jersey Devils person on one of like my mutuals uh, t- uh, threads giving them shit. Like, as little as a few hours ago. Like, like that's why we're talking about them is because they won't shut the fuck up about us. Are we here talking about Sharks fans? No, I don't know. I don't give a shit about Sharks fans. Are we here talking about... Well, okay, we can bitch about Leaf fans a little bit, but they're a whole different, like, animal. Um, do we care about Tampa Bay fans? No. Pittsburgh fans. I mean, it sucks when they're at our arena sometimes, but you got to understand that Pittsburgh was... In this area, long before,
1: yeah, and there's always in in an Ohio sports thing with Pittsburgh. Where just Ohio yes. sports teams don't get along with Pittsburgh. I mean, the red and
0: yellow. Got,
1: I mean, the Reds got it, have gotten into fights with the Pirates. The Browns and Bengals have got have had issues with the Steelers over the years. Oh yeah, the Blue Jackets and Penguins have gone at it. It's just an Ohio sports thing that just doesn't get along with Pittsburgh sports team.
0: Yeah, except for basketball because Pittsburgh doesn't have a basketball team, right?
1: Uh, well, the closest thing they got is college basketball, at the yeah. University of uh um, You go to arm there's, there's, there's been some back and forth games there between the Bearcats and uh, Pitt. but
0: uh, yeah, right. It, there's always that little like chip on the shoulder between them, uh, partially because we're neighboring, and, and you know, I think that's just uh, the way it is. Uh, same with, a little bit with like some Michigan teams, like. Yeah. The Red Wings, obviously. Ohio State, Michigan, obviously, you know. Um, which, um, yeah. Well, hey, man, uh, I'd say let's wrap it up here if you're down. And uh, unless One you got anything more to add, there, go for before it.
1: You, before we wrap this up, is this may be potential good news for the Blue Jackets down the line, or maybe I'm looking into this too much. But Ohio State is getting a much better new hockey setup that's coming in April of 2026. Why, in my opinion, this matters is because right now where they play, the men play at the shot. And I've been there for a a couple games. And the game itself is fun, but where they are, it's not a good setup. It's just not made for hockey. The women's team, who just – they're coming off a season last season where they won the national championship – they play in, like, a Pee Wee, a place for, like, And they
0: get sold people. out, like, every time.
1: Yeah, and it gets sold out every time. Make that a like,
0: practice rink. Build a big, giant new one. <laughs>
1: right. And I, and it's just, like, a team that's coming off a national championship season where they win the national championship, and you're having them play in, like, some fucking Pee Wee rink. That's just an embarrassment. That's way. sad. So and I, I,
0: like, I wish they'd work with the Blue Jackets so much more, because then, like, maybe the Ice House would be open-up times, you know? And see,
1: and, 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 and so... The news came out that in April 2026, Ohio State's getting a much better hockey setup. And my hope is, is now that they're being more open to this hockey stuff, that Gene Smith can drop the plumbing bullshit excuse and let the Blue Jackets and Ohio State play a hockey game at the shoe someday.
0: Or fix it by then.
1: Well, like I, yes, I know. I know. But I've said, I I air quoted
0: for the audio listeners.
1: (laughs) I've said this before. It's, plumbing in quotations because it's really just a bullshit excuse because they say we can't do it because of plumbing but please ignore all the times we've had they just
0: don't want to share their spotlight at all right with anybody for any reason
1: right so it's it's just like please ignore the times that we've had you know we can't do it because of plumbing but please ignore all the times that we've had cold weather events there in the shoe. Football games, November, December, national championship games in January, lacrosse games, February, March, and so on and, you know, so forth. So my hope is, is that, you know, now that they're more open to this hockey thing, they drop the plumbing. Gene Smith drops the plumbing excuse and lets Ohio State and the Blue Jackets yeah. play the hockey game at the Shoes.
0: What if their outdoor game was like in March, right? Like, yeah. yeah, it wouldn't be like freezing cold, but like like it wouldn't be freezing cold. That's, that's my point. Like, yeah. yeah. It's just like, like what if they just did it in like a later time of year? They don't have to do it January in the middle of January when it's like negative 15. Right. Like, duh.
1: And then on top of that, you want to talk about a, a bad PR perception that Gene Smith isn't getting because in more recent years, the Blue Jackets have been doing a lot of stuff with Ohio State and Ohio State hockey, both the men and the women. And they post a lot about it on social media. And you see them supporting each other and like, all right, this is great they're supporting each other and then gene smith comes out and says plumbing excuses and all this other stuff that just undermine it it's like i just i don't think you get it <laughs> i oh. just don't think you do because you know the blue jackets in ohio state and ohio state hockey they're doing all this great stuff together and then you come out with this stupid you know <laughs> plumbing excuse it's like need yeah. to give you the program man but well, anyway it's who great knows if
0: people. it'll ever you change it out though Yeah. So what you just brought up uh, about the uh, new ice rink on campus. I just read a tweet from the wonderful reporter, Aaron Portsline. You can find him on Twitter at a Portsline. He literally just posted about this uh, like a a little bit ago. And uh, just real quick, something from there. It says uh, the trustees will vote on tomorrow, like on Thursday on a 2.7 million proposal. To design a new ice rink on campus just north of the cavelli center this is just a proposal actual construction would require another vote um so yeah you know I, I hope it goes through because they, they 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 sold out the women's just like recently like recently i've seen people post about it like yeah. dude like it's getting bigger and bigger i mean the pr- program like generally things don't like like that like very rarely gets smaller Unless yeah. you're like a small school, and Ohio State is very far from being a small school, right? So like, yeah, they just got to step it up. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna offer it, then make it good.
1: And then on top of that, look at what other schools in the Big Ten have for hockey, and it destroys what Ohio State has. It's not even close. Yeah,
0: I mean, you and can tell who the favorite child is at, at Ohio State. Yeah, it's the football team.
1: It is. <laughs> you know,
0: and, and they make the most money for them, I guarantee, you. but.
1: But then you look, but then you look at. Oh, – will just use Michigan for a, an example. They have a great football setup, and then you look at where they play hockey and it's a beautiful place to play a and hockey.
0: They're known as a hockey school. Like dude, we have so many players
1: on our team from yep. Michigan. Yep. And so, yet they're able to do both well. Yep. So it's like yeah. get with the program. You can have more than just one good sport. To and, you know, as someone that likes Ohio State, that kind of bugs me that, you know, Michigan has a better hockey setup than Ohio <laughs> yeah, State does. But right. you know,
0: even though I, I I have a much different feeling about Michigan hockey than I do Michigan football. And, um, you know, but even still, like, I get what you're saying, absolutely. That's like the rival. Like, keep up. At least keep up with them. If you can't, if you can't pass, like, surpass them, at least try to keep up with them just because. Um, so, but, anyway. yep. So really cool news. Uh, thanks for adding that. I appreciate it because I yeah. didn't know that till just now
1: myself. Um, right.
0: But go ahead and take her uh, if you. do you got anything more to add? Take her away with your outro.
1: Okay, no, I don't. Uh, okay, I don't hmm. got anything. Anyways, so as always, you know, do you like beer? If you do like beer and you like the Blue Jackets, then check out Union Soldier, the new. Blue Jacket themed beer that Union Blue Soldiers has. It's made by Endeavor Brewing. You can get it for four bucks a can at our bar. You can get it at many bars in Columbus. You can get it at different stores in the Columbus slash Columbus area. You can go to Endeavor Brewing and get it on tap. Or you can bring it home in a four pack or a case. I was in Columbus this past October and I got four cases of this. And I shared it with my family and friends and they love it. They think it's great. You can have it too. So try Union Soldier, a fun blue jackets themed beer. Today, go check it out. Also, go. Go also of course, you know it's it's already been plugged in the show today. <laughs> yeah, we've already said That's stuff right. about it. We've already, but check out Union Blue Soldiers. It's a fun blue jackets themed group. As Hefty Duck has said on today's show, Uni Blue Soldiers, we do marches to cheer on the Blue Jackets. It's a lot of fun. We've done the last two. We've done with the Blue Jackets. We've been on TV. We've been on. They were on
0: TV, and they used clips from it in the uh, in the Blue Jackets hype video this year. I I see Kevin in it like every time I I'm there at a game. It's so cool. Look look for yourself next time.
1: Yes, I'm going to have to do that. But you know our marches. Because of the last two times we've done with the Blue Jackets, the, because of the last two marches that we've done with the Blue Jackets, we've been featured on TV and on the scoreboard at Blue Jackets games, and we've been on the radio, we've been on internet, we've been in the newspaper, and so much more. So check out Union Blue Soldiers, a fun Blue Jackets-themed group. And a fun surprise is coming pretty soon, so check You'll have to stay tuned to
0: check that out dude hold on I just got a text message and it's hockey related I yeah. was about I was gonna bring this up anyway yeah uh talk to Jordan Wow okay sick okay so what I just got a text text about is that uh someone I know has has four tickets for the um Ohio State Michigan game this Saturday at First Energy Stadium in Cleveland. Uh, Michigan's going to be playing Ohio State at the Browns Field in Cleveland. That would be so sick. Um, so awesome to go, which is interesting, though, that they have a game done because Michigan and Ohio State are going to be playing each other on Thursday as well. I know a lot of teams, when they travel, they they, they end up doing multiple games on end. Uh, at least they do that in like minors. But uh, in any case, they're going to be playing each other twice this week, and one of them is going to be Saturday, February 18th, 4 p.m. And I, I, I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to be there. I'm going to do whatever I have to do to clear my schedule. It's like, Cleveland's like a little closer to, for me than even Columbus is. So, um, dude, I'd be so excited. I haven't kept up with them super good this year. But anyway, enough about that. I'll sign us off here. Um, my name is Lance. You can find me on Twitter at HeftyDuck. Uh, go on there. I I, I do great arguments. Uh, <laughs> de- <laughs> debate me. Uh, but uh, also, do it. find us uh, at Brew Jackets Pod on Twitter. Check us out on Facebook, on uh, YouTube. If you're on YouTube, like and subscribe. If you're on Facebook, like and follow. Um, and if you're on Twitch, give us a follow. Uh, we love hearing comments. We love hearing suggestions from anybody. Uh, if you really want to debate me on uh, the podcast or on stream, I'm open to it. Please, uh, we'll ha- we'll have you on. I'd love to have anyone with a different opinion on. Totally cool with me. Um, you know, if it if it really something we say really bugs you, come tell us about it. Uh, but other than that, this has been a uh, Brew Jackets episode. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening in. Thank you for the comment, Kevin. <laughs> the comment, yeah. Kevin left in, in YouTube. Uh, we will catch you again. We'll probably be back here again. Wednesday um for sh- probably probably most likely next wednesday at least but possibly saturday night evening if i'm available after the game so thanks for joining us see ya
1: yeah